This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Best Beds for Pets. This is Michelle Fern, and my next guest created something that is going to jazz up your dog and cat food and make them healthier. This is for all the finicky and even non-finicky fur babes out there. We're going to be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Michelle Mazzara. She is the creator of Love a Foodie. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me be your guest today. It's my pleasure. Well, I'm so excited to have you on. Let's talk about your background. And you created Love a Foodie, all-natural dog and cat lovers spice blends. How did you even think about this? I think I've seen one time and it wasn't even anything like yours because it's so rare that there's any kind of um, like a healthy enhancement that adds flavor, but it's also healthy for a dog or a cat. So how did you develop this? Right, right. Well, what happened, Michelle, is last January, uh, January 2018, my little dog, Lucy, who was 14, she had just turned 14, stopped eating and she had a seizure and the veterinarian that she had been going to for 14 years said, well, you know, she's an old dog and she probably has brain cancer and you should put her down. And I thought to myself, that's it? No, 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 no. That's not the way we roll at Lava Foodie. And uh, I started doing research and I found a new veterinarian and I started trying to figure out how can I get Lucy to eat again? What can I do to um, make her feel better? What can I do to help with cognitive issues, digestive issues, immunity issues, her immune system? And my new veterinarian, she believes in Eastern medicine as well as Western medicine. And so we started giving Lucy acupuncture and laser and I started, for those of you who don't know, Love of Foodie is a company that I have a line of human spice blends that are all natural, clean eating, no chemicals, no fillers. So I started doing research and I found that giving dogs and cats natural herbs that are, are good, they're, they're a little bit different for a dog and a cat. Some of the spices are similar, but some of them are different. For example, um, you wouldn't give a cat turmeric or cinnamon. So I did some research and I started um, blending different spices and giving them to Lucy. 
And she started really liking looking her food again, and she started eating. And I tested this line with the veterinarian cats. They have six cats at the veterinarian hospital. And I started testing the, the dog blend with dogs and some of my friends that had older dogs. And, and we discovered that both the dogs and cats one thing that happens when they age, they sometimes become finicky in what they eat and and they just they have, you know, issues. And so these blends really started to help both the dogs and cats. And my veterinarian said to me, you know, Michelle, even if you had a puppy or a kitty, she said, why wouldn't you give your cat or dog these spices and mix it into their dog or cat food as a boost of nutrition? Just like we as humans take some of these natural herbs and spices to help us. So after I saw that there was, I tested these, I I thought, you know what, I'm going to develop this line and I'm going to dedicate it to my dog and I'm going to come out with a line called Dog Lovers and Cat Lovers and they're all natural herbs and spices and they're meant to be mixed into a dog or cat food and some people actually give their dogs and cats human food. So they, you know, will cook up chicken or hamburger. And if you do that or, you know, salmon for your cat, you can also mix these spices into your dog or cat food or human food if that's what you're giving your dog or cat. I have a question. You've mentioned yes. before, and I know that there are certain spices, even as certain essential oils and foods that you don't give a dog, you don't give a cat, and some are the same, some are not the same. So why is it so important? Because some people might think, well, I could just probably make some of these spices and do this and do that. But I think there's more involved, way more involved than just adding a little bit of spice, you know, to your pet's food. Right. Well, there is. And and you certainly wouldn't want to just open your spice cabinet and decide to sprinkle, you know, spices on your dog or cat food unless you really knew what you were doing. And like I said, I worked with my veterinarian on this line too. So it's very important not to overdose your dog or cat with any spice. For example, the dog and cats can both have basil and parsley. Um, Basil has anti-inflammatory benefits and may also help fight cancer. Parsley is not only a breath freshener, but it soothes the stomach. It's a source of flavonoids and antioxidants and vitamins. So both the cat and dog can have basil and parsley. Now for the dog, In the dog blend, I also added ginger, and ginger helps relieve stomach aches, intestinal gas. It also helps stimulate the digestive juices and is a natural anti-nausea. So even humans take ginger if they're nauseous. So one of the reasons a dog may not eat is they might be nauseous. So if they look at the food and turn their head away, So we didn't know with Lucy, you know, was she not eating because she was nauseated? So at one time we did give her an anti-nausea pill, but um, so there's benefits of ginger for the dog with the anti-nausea, the stomach, upset stomach. Now turmeric is another active ingredient that I put into the dog blend and you would not give that to a cat. 
Do you know why why that is? You know, I don't specifically know why, but there are different digest the, the cat and dog even though they're animals, they have different digestive systems and there's different things that turmeric is not good for our cat. And I'm not a veterinarian and I'm I'm not going to, you know, tell your listeners exactly why turmeric should not be given to a cat, but there are reasons. But for a dog, it's okay. And, you know, like I said, the blend um, has to be correct and you don't want to overdose your dog. So one of the things that I did with um, the, with the turmeric, let me tell you what that does. It helps, it helps prevent certain types of cancer and reduce tumors. So if Lucy, in fact, did have a brain tumor, it would help with that. Turmeric also helps brain activity, especially in aging dogs. And it also helps with arthritis and inflammation. And just like people, when we get old, dogs get arthritis and they get inflammation. So turmeric was another good ingredient to add in the dog, the dog blend. The other ingredient that's in the dog blend, there's five actual ingredients. The last one is cinnamon. And cinnamon has proven to help with brain function. So as a dog gets old, sometimes they, they stare and they become kind of, they kind of get doggy dementia. And so cinnamon can help improve their brain function. It also helps regulate blood sugar and insulin and older dogs sometimes get diabetes. So cinnamon is good for that. It also helps act as an antibacterial and it helps keep their dog uh, food fresher longer. And it's also an anti-inflammatory. So these are all good things, um, good ingredients for an aging dog. But like I said before, if you had a puppy or a dog that was middle-aged, these are only going to benefit your dog. You mentioned, you know, you did work with a veterinarian and so forth. And for everybody listening, check with your vet first. Make sure it's okay that your, you know, your dog or cat can have the blends and everything's fine. And then I know you're going to go on to talk about the cat, but how long after giving the blend to your dog or cat would you expect to see some kind of result? Well, every dog and cat is different, so I can't give you an exact day or time. I can tell your viewer or listeners to, they can go to Love a Foodie YouTube channel and they can Google dog and cat lovers and they can see testimonials of people who have given their dog or cat the the new spice blends and how their dog or cat are doing. I've had some people say to me that the dog will only eat their food with the dog lover spice on it. (laughs) You know, if you're going to give your dog or cat kibbles or dry food, you need to moisten the kibble so the spice doesn't fall at the bottom of the dish. You know, it's best if you're giving them wet food because you mix it into the wet food so that the herbs are not just dry and floating on top. It's best to mix them in. So there's lots of tips like that by watching the video. Also, I would encourage your listeners to go to loveafoodie.com and on the right-hand corner, corner, there's a dog icon and a cat icon. And if you click on it and you go to the gallery tab, it will show you pictures of Lucy, videos of Lucy, my veterinarian. It will show you. And I have to say, Michelle, the biggest thing that I can tell you is my little dog, Lucy, turned 15 in January. Oh, wonderful. And she is still with me. 
It's almost a year and a half, and that first veterinarian who just dismissed her and said, oh, she's got brain cancer, put her down, that was, you know, unacceptable to me. And and Lucy's happy, she's doing well, and, you know, I'm very respectful of any pet owner that when your dog or cat is ready to go, that you, you, you respect that and you let them go. But I wasn't going to give up without you know, making, you know, I didn't know why Lucy wasn't eating. And for your listeners also that might find myself and my story interesting is I two and a half years ago had heart disease and I was misdiagnosed for almost a year. And I think it's important for humans and as pet owners and pet parents that if your dog or cat or any pet that you may have gets a diagnosis from your vet and you're not 100% sure that it's right, find another veterinarian, get a second opinion. It's just like people. These not, you know, and I can't, I can't, Michelle, enforce that enough that, you know, if you, and, and, our, and for me and for most pet parents, our dogs and our cats are our babies. And I would do anything, and I have done anything and everything to make sure Lucy has the best quality of life, she's happy, that she's getting the best nutrition, and I don't believe in quitting and, and just accepting a diagnosis unless, it's in, unless the dog or cat is in pain or suffering. I, I don't believe in having any animal suffer at all. I'm right there with you. And I even believe that even if you go to your vet the first time or you're trying a new vet and you're not comfortable with how, and I think I've done, and probably have done shows on this. I know I've talked to one of our show hosts, Dr. Jeff Werber, about this. But your vet should get down on the floor, play with your dog, check them out, you know. And if you don't have a good vibe when you're switching vets, or if your vet, you know, people switch vets a lot. The vet, their vet can move. They move. Right. You know, there's a lot of different reasons. And if you don't have that good vibe, whether even if there's not a diagnosis, if you don't have a good feeling about that, then go. Just go. I agree 100%, Michelle. And I say to my veterinarian, you are my goddess. I worship you. You are the best vet in the world. You saved, you helped me save Lucy. And, you know, you've given me 14 more months right now to date than I would have had had I stayed with the veterinarian who treated her from the time she was a puppy and just dismissed her. And that was heartbreaking for me, you know, to say, oh, well, she's not, you know. So, yes, I'm right in the same camp as you, Michelle. Just if you don't feel good about the veterinarian, there's many more out there and find somebody that you trust. Yes, exactly. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back and we're going to hear all about the cat lover spice blends and some easy recipes for you. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hey there, pet parents. Michelle Fern here. You know, as busy pet parents, we often forget about our own needs and You know, we need to take care of ourselves so we can reach our goals and make our lives that much more fulfilling. Well, there's something that is there to make it better for you, and that's called BetterHelp Online Counseling. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, and it's super convenient. You can use desktop. You can use mobile device, and it's iPhone and Android friendly. You can also use a video session. You can 
use chat or text, whatever you choose. They hook you up with one of their many counselors. They have over 3,000 licensed therapists across the United States. These licensed professionals specialize in depression, anger, family conflict, anxiety, insomnia, trauma, grief. They cover everything. Now, Pet Life Radio has a special discount for you. You'll save 10% off your first month with the discount code PETLIFE. Go ahead and connect with BetterHelp.com and start making your life even that much better. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Michelle Mizara, and she is the creator of Love a Foodie, and we're talking about her dog and cat spice blends, and we've just talked about the dog blend, so let's talk about the cat blend and what's in it and how that benefits your cat. Right. So the cat blend has, cat lovers has basil and parsley in it, and I I think I already mentioned the benefits of basil and parsley. Um, They're the same benefits as that I mentioned that are in the dog lovers. For the cat, they like dill, and dill is a good ingredient to give your cat. I have to say with all of my spices, if you buy them on the top of the label, it says how much to give your cat or dog based on the weight of your cat or dog. So this is very, very, very important. You do not want to, you know, buy the spice and then just decide on your own that you're going to give it more or less. I guess less is okay, but more because you think it's going to double the um, benefits. No, you need to give the dog or cat or the kitty or the puppy the amount based on their weight. Okay, so that's first and foremost. So the measurements that you give your dog or cat for the spice blends is on top of the can. And the amount that you want to give your dog or cat is based on their weight. So everybody, if you're going to buy the spice blends, make sure that you read the top of the tin and it says how much to give your cat or dog based on their weight. So going back to the ingredients that are in the cat lovers, there's four ingredients. There's basil, which is an anti-inflammatory and it may also help fight cancer. Parsley is a breath freshener, and it also helps soothe the stomach. It also has a lot of um, antioxidants in it and vitamins. And then the third ingredient in the cat lovers is dill. And dill may help alleviate digestive issues also, and and cats get finicky, um, and they sometimes have digestive issues too. And it also acts as a natural bug repellent. So if the cat's outside and there's bugs that are around, it will help with the cat. And then catnip is the fourth ingredient, and we all know that catnip is also called cat grass. And that can entice the appetite for a picky cat eater or a convalescent cat, which is an older cat. Um, Catnip is a natural, euphoric, sort of aphrodisiac plant, and uh, it may also help improve the mood of a cat. But we only use a very small portion, um, 10% in the cat lovers for, for the catnip, so your cat won't go crazy and it won't sometimes catnip. You don't want to give your cat too much of it because it can kind of make him go get really excited and kind of crazy. So if I have a cranky cat, will this make her happy? <laughs> 
Well, uh, cats, every, you know, every cat and dog is different. I do know that it's not like if you have a cat, sometimes you buy those catnip toys and that makes your cat really excited and happy and they like to go towards that. I would say that the catnip that we put in the cat lovers is enough to entice them, but it's not enough to make them go crazy. You know, it's a combination of parsley, dill, and catnip. It's just the right combination. My veterinarian, we were, you know, we didn't want to put too much catnip in it because that's not good either. This is both the dog and the cat lovers, Michelle, is meant to boost the dog's nutrition. So all of our spice blends are meant to be used in conjunction with the cat or the dog food that you're already giving your pet, whether it's prescribed by your veterinarian or if you're just going to your local pet store and buying whatever cat or dog food that you prefer, or if you're even making your own dog food for your dog or your own cat food. I know some people, they take sweet potatoes and they give their dogs sweet potatoes or they give the dog pumpkin. You can mix this into your pumpkin if that's what you're doing for your dog. I have some other ideas. What about if you want to get creative and it's summer, could you make your own like doggy popsicles or something? Can you can you mix these with yogurt or with water and make like little ice cubes for them to lick on? Yep. Well, one of the things, if you go to Love a Foodie website, I took and I made a natural, all-natural dog biscuit using the dog lover spice, and I also made a cat lover's biscuit. And I'll tell you what's in the, the dog lover's biscuit. And this is interesting, Michelle, because my little dog goes to daycare, and she's been going there since she was a puppy. And they have, you know, 150 dogs when they're full. And they started selling my dog lover spice at the kennel daycare. And they had one dog, I guess it was a German Shepherd, that wouldn't eat anything. And the owner made these cookies, these biscuits with the dog lovers. And she said, okay, here's the test. She said to me, she said, if this dog eats this biscuit, then you've got a winner. She said, because this dog and the dog owner said the dog won't eat anything. And the dog owner's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So they gave the dog lover biscuit to this dog and he ate it. He liked it. So then they started making the biscuits and I said, you know, for the dog at the kennel. So it's definitely, if you buy the dog lover's spice and for some reason your dog doesn't like it, make the biscuit. And then this is what's in the biscuit. I'm going to, the recipe is on the website, but I'm going to tell you it's super easy. You don't have to be a baker. You don't have to be a cook. You don't have to shape it in a dog bone. All you have to do is basically put it in shape it like a little cookie. It has peanut butter in it. Now, the important thing about peanut butter is if you're going to buy peanut butter and give it to your dog, you have to buy peanut butter that it has no xylitol in it. Xylitol is an ingredient that some peanut butter has in it, and it will make the dog very, very sick. So you want to buy an all-natural peanut butter that's basically just ground peanuts. No oil, no sugar. You never want to give your dog sugar or salt. Okay, so one, make sure you buy just a plain peanut butter, which is this all-natural peanut butter, okay? And then it's got the dog lover spice in it. Then it has a cup of non-fat milk and two cups of flour and oats and baking powder. And you basically mix it all together and then put it on a cookie sheet and bake it. 
and your dog will love it. Super your easy. Your dog or puppy. Super, super, super easy. easy. And yeah. everyone who's listening, I did a recent show and they have a peanut butter just for dogs. And my dog loved it and he's picky. And I am going to make these biscuits because he puts his nose up at anything that's not jerky based. Well, please make these for yes, him. I can't wait. And, you know, the funny thing is about dogs is they love peanut butter, but they, I mean, my dog is very, very picky too, but she really, you know, likes these dog lovers treats too. Yeah. Cause it adds a lot more. It's not just peanut yeah. butter. It's like the whole thing, you know, it's all these right. exciting spices to them and everything. So right. it's, so it's much a way more. of getting the nutrition in them without, if you, you know, and, and because it's baked, I mean, honestly, and because it's only one tablespoon in the whole recipe, you can give your dog, you know, more treats. You can give them more, a couple, a couple of these a day and it's not going to hurt them. It's you're not overdosing them with the treats. Because there's only one tablespoon in the whole recipe. Yeah, so that's good. And not a lot of, because peanut butter tends to have, a, you know, a little more fat. So it's, it won't cause your dog to become a, a chubby one. Um, no. What about, what about for your cat? Is the recipe yeah. basically the same? No. No, it's Cats not. Cats can't eat it's peanut butter, same. right? No, they shouldn't have peanut butter. The cat recipe is easy also. This cat recipe has grated cheddar cheese in it, two tablespoons of cat lover spice, whole wheat flour, yogurt, plain yogurt. Again, no sugar. Don't get any flavored yogurt, just plain, plain yogurt, and a fourth a cup of cornmeal. And you mix it together, and and then you drop it, you bake it. And now the the thing about the cat lovers treats, because there's cheese in it, the shelf life, in other words, how long it's going to last, is going to be a lot lot shorter than the dog lovers. Because if you so if you're going to make the cat treat, you want to give it to your cat and probably keep it in the refrigerator versus out on your counter. But it's not going to because the cat the cheese potentially can get moldy. So you're not you're going to want to watch it and and I would say probably keep it in the refrigerator. And, and give it to your cat within a week where the dog lover's biscuits last longer because they're basically just kind of like a, a cookie. What about for summertime? Because we're heading toward there back in, we're in the U.S., so we're heading toward the warmer months. Is there anything you can do to make little popsicles or something? I My cats actually like ice, but I know, I don't know if most cats do, mine do. My dogs yeah. love love ice and love popsicles and frozen treats. So could you do something with that? Yeah. You know what I buy? I also buy Lucy. I buy her, it's frozen and it's a goat milk and it's, it's I could tell you the brand, but it's and so you can take that and she she thinks she's getting ice cream but goat milk is actually really good for dogs because you don't want to give your dog like real milk i mean goat milk you only want to give them goat milk if you're going to give them milk so you can take these frozen actually i'll tell you what the brand is now in case your your listeners want to go buy it and you can buy this the plain flavored one and then you can mix the dog lovers in this frozen yogurt and then you can give it to your dog and it's called well it's called the bear and the rat and it's and I was looking in my freezer now it's it's no frozen goat milk yogurt and so you can this is another way to get the dog lover spice in them is give them this frozen goat milk yogurt and uh, I would say put in the amount of spice that you're supposed to give your dog based on their weight and then mix it into this frozen yogurt and then you can put it back in the freezer and then when you want to give the dog his little treat like I tell Lucy's ice cream then you can get the spice in them that way 
So that's another easy, really, really easy option. And dogs love this brand. I've heard a lot of good things about the brands, and they're actually, I think we follow each other on Instagram, but yeah, the bear and the rat, I've heard a lot of good things. Is that also okay for cats or only dogs? It's only for dogs. And so I don't, yeah, I, I don't think a cat can have goat milk. So I would not give it to a cat. I think your idea of like, if your cat's like ice, I think that's a good idea to try to put it in a little ice. I know they, I know cats like to drink water from like the sink and things like that. You know, every cat is different. I would say experiment. If you give your cat treats, you can also try giving the, mixing the spice in their treats. You know, there's a little, I mean, most cats have the little hard treats, but if there's any soft treats that you give your cat, you could mix the spice in that. So, you know, if your cat likes a little salmon, I think sometimes people give their cats salmon or tuna. I don't know if you do, Michelle. Sometimes. You know what, Michelle, I'm wondering this. Could you mix it with CBD? I have one cat that's kind of cranky and we're trying to figure it out. And, and there's there's some treats that, ha- there's actually a treat that has it in it, but she doesn't like it. I'm going to put some spice on it and trick her out and I bet you she'll love it. Because I don't know what her issues are, but she's a rescue and she was rescued at four months. So it's always harder when they're a little bit older, you know. So yeah. Um, I have an idea. I have these treats are a little bit soft. I'm going to try to see if that'll work because they have CBD in them. But I was wondering CBD oil and make your own little treats from the spice blend, but that might be too much spice. Yeah, yeah. You just don't want to, you know, you like I said, you want to look at the amount. And then if, if you order online, you also get like a brochure that comes with your order that says more about the portions to give your dog or cat and a little bit more information detailed. I mean, the, the tin does say all the benefits, but we even say, give you a nice little brochure too. So, you know, I would encourage your listeners, if they're interested, they can go to Amazon.com or they can go to Love a Foodie and it's L-U-V-A-F-O-O-D-I-E.com and then click on the little dog or cat or they can click on the shop tab and they can get the specialized measuring spoons that come with the dog or cat lover spice or they can just get the spice alone. So it's really... I developed this line because of the love that I have for Lucy, and the tin is a picture of my little dog. So I have a little, Lucy is an actual Shih Tzu, and if you look at the tin in the pictures, that's Lucy. She's adorable. Yeah, she is. She's, she's, she's. I'm so glad she's doing well. And has her prognosis just, how is that? We don't, you know, the, my new veterinarian, she's like, well, she doesn't have brain cancer because she'd be dead by now. I mean, I hate to say that, but she would be, and it would have progressed. The veterinarian said it could have been syncope, which is uh, related to, she's got a heart murmur. You know, there's other reasons a dog or cat might get a seizure. It's not necessarily, oh, just jump the gun and let's say it's brain cancer like the first vet did. All I know is that when we went in, in January, she weighed 13 pounds and she hadn't had any food for four days and and she was going to die. And she was going off not eating and, and now she weighs almost 18 pounds. Well, I'm so happy for you and happy, of course, for Lucy. That's such a great story. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us such great information about the Love of Foodie Spice Blends for your dog and cat. And congrats about Lucy. I'm so happy for you both. 
Thank you so much, Michelle. It was my pleasure. That was so interesting. And for everybody listening that has been listening to Best Bets for a long time, you know Mr. Z is so finicky. And yes, I did try the Love a Foodie Spice Blend for dogs in his food and finicky no more. And what I did, because he usually is, he doesn't like his kibble and he has to eat special kibble, and I checked with his vet. The spice blend was okay, so I did um, what Michelle suggested, moisten it, and he ate it. Yay! Go pet mom, right? I'm thrilled. Anyways, thank you so much for to my guest, Michelle, for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to my fur crew. This was Mr. Z and Nikki that got a taste, but the cats are going to try their Love a Foodie Spice Blend very soon. And thanks of all to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. Keep listening. You never know what's going to be coming up on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.